You're listening to Aim for the Bushes. And then I wrote down white people from Remember the Titans. What's in your brain, Aaron? Mush? It's raining outside. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. Week 12, Thanksgiving week, we're here for the NFL season. Nothing new though, right? Nothing new information-wise we need to share with the folks. Other than uh, Garrett has a huge penis. Thought we'd get that one out of the way. That's not a shock though. That's not, that's, not new. that's not news. I feel like I... You need to get out of the way. I might poke you in the eye. <laughs> you think he's a grower or a shower? I'm pretty Dude, sure he's a shower. I'm, he's a shower. I would think so, sure. but man, you never know. If he's a grower. Dude, if man. that's a if that's a grower, that's just unfair. <laughs> not me. My oh, I I've heard other guys say unfair, not me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty average. <clears throat> All right. So to start, we have our Thanksgiving Day games. There are no buys this week. Do we want to do our lines first, or do we want to just build this podcast or build this parlay first? Because we're going to do a turkey slash Black Friday parlay, touchdown parlay. Let's, uh, Let's run through the games and then we'll yeah, do the parlay. Okay. Let's okay. do the four games. So the first game: Packers at Lions. Lions are seven and a half point favorites. The over under is forty six and a half. Mm, 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 mm. Green Bay gonna get smoked on Thursday. Uh, smoked turkey. So take Detroit, the points, and the over. Detroit will put – they're going to score in the 30s. Green Bay throws in a couple touchdowns. This game feels 34 to 18, 19-ish to me. So, uh, yeah, big game for the Lions. Jared Goff bounced back, no interceptions against Green Bay, and they will run all over the Packers. Copy and paste. Agree. Yeah, I, I agree. Pissed off Jared Goff. Uh, Lions might hit 46 and a half on their own, honestly. I think I think they could score 40. I hope so for my bets on Thursday. I hope they do because I will be putting in a ton on them. Commanders at Cowboys. Cowboys are 10 and a half point favorites and the over under is 48 and a half. Business as usual here too. I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the points. I know the Commanders played Dallas a little bit better. Typically, it doesn't matter right now. It just doesn't. The Commanders are playing horrible. The Cowboys are beating up on bad teams, and they're going to make Sam Howell miserable. Um, I'm gonna stick with the same the same story. It's been Dallas. The points they're gonna put up 40 points themselves here. So this feels. 40 to 14 to me, Dallas rolls. Uh, I'm going to take the over 48 and a half, but I think the commanders at least cover 10 and a half. Like you said, they play, they play Dallas. It's one of those divisional games. They play Dallas differently. This is a Thursday game chance for like a look ahead because I think I'm not mistaken. I think they play the Eagles the next week. Could be wrong. No, sorry. They don't play the Eagles next week. They play Seattle, which is also a better one of the better teams they played. So, 
I think this is an opportunity for maybe they don't look as good as they have in the past few weeks. I do think Dallas wins, but I think the commanders will cover. We're all different. I'm going commanders. I'm going under here. Dallas is four and six in their last 10 Thanksgiving games. And three of those games were versus the commanders or well, Washington team. Two of them were close. Dallas wins. And the other one was a Washington blowout. So uh, yeah, boy, I, you came with numbers. Yeah. I had time. Clark. <laughs> I actually I had extra time since we had an extra day to look up some stats on some of these but yeah uh, I I think commanders have a chance to win this just because I don't think just Dallas doesn't play that good on Thanksgiving as of recently yeah no these uh, these Thanksgiving games are brought to you by blowouts that's all all right All right, let's see. Then our night game is what should have been a good game, but we don't know. Obviously, Geno Smith's uh, health is in question here, so it might change some of our predictions. But 49ers at Seahawks. Seahawks are seven-point dogs. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. Lay the number and the over. 49ers in a route. 31 to 9, something like that. You said the under or the over? Oh, no, no, not 31. Sorry, I looked at I looked at one of my other games. Not 31 to 9. No, just lay the number and the over. I just, yeah. I gotta say, that's, if you listen to this podcast, <laughs> that's probably like the fifth time that Gavin has given, given a guess as a game <laughs> after calling the over and his numbers don't equal the over. No, no, no. It's a I... thread throughout this pod that happens all the time, and it makes me laugh all the time. 31-9. I have it. a score written down for one of my other games, and it's what I looked at. I was like, is that the number for this? And I was just like, yeah. And then I looked back, and I realized it wasn't. I agree with you completely. I know we just, on the earlier episode, just talked about the carousel in the NFC West, about how Carroll does against Shanahan. He does well against him. Doesn't Not matter. this time. No Doesn't Gino, this no time. Kenny. Nope. And you guys are wrong about the Cowboys uh, uh, commanders. It's going to happen here too. Interdivisional, 7 10, doesn't matter. Take the over the Niners. Yeah. Niners to cover and the over as well. Black Friday game is Dolphins at Jets. Jets have a new quarterback. Jets are nine and a half point dogs, and the over under is 41. Lay the number, nine and a half. But I like the under here. This is my thirty-one to yeah. nine game. <laughs> That's yeah. just under. <laughs> yeah, definitely Dolphins to cover for sure. And I think I'm going to go with the under as well. Yeah, the Jets, I, I, the Jets defense just is can't still score. Good. Yeah, the Jets defense is still good, so they can hold them a little bit, maybe. But yeah, I'll take the under. I actually am going to take the over here. I'm going to take the the Dolphins with the points as well. But I'm going to take the over here. I think the Dolphins' offense is going to look better than it did last week. And I think, I don't know that it's possible, but the Jets, I think, might be worse at quarterback this week than they were last week. And I didn't know that that was possible. But Tim Boyle is trash, and he's going to give Jalen Ramsey and crew short fields. And I think Tua is going to make light work of that. They're going to put up 30, I think, in the first half. I think all four of these games, are 10-plus point blowouts. 
all of them. And a couple of them in those first four through Black Friday, I think a couple of those are going to be 20-point games. So Dolphins and the over. So our parlay, how are we doing this? Uh, Aaron, you hit both of yours last week, right? I did. So we'll give you first pick on Thanksgiving. I would, I defer, I defer. I would rather go first in the Sunday parlay. So I defer towards, it would still be Tyler. Tyler had the first last week. So you get to pick whichever of the four games you want and your player. And I'll go last. Give me the Lions and give me Jumir Gibbs. It was between him and Monty for me, for yep. sure. Um, man, I'm gonna go. Oh, dang it. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Dallas game. I think. No, I'm not. I'm gonna go 49ers. Uh, Brandon Ayuk. Okay, like it. You know something. Something crazy, by the way. Tony Pollard gets his first touchdown of the year Sunday. Monster run. I don't know if you guys saw that. He got. We got two. He had one in week one against the Giants. Oh, okay. Yeah, second. He had this huge drought. He was supposed to have this huge year, right? He was still minus one twenty in last week's game after not scoring since week one. Mm-hmm. It was the Panthers. Yeah, I know, but they played the Giants the week before. True. So um, I'm going to go to Black Friday. And I'm going to put that on Jalen Waddle because I think Sauce is going to be on Tyreek a little bit more. So I'm going to put usually travel. I just usually stays on one side. I'm going to give Waddle getting. Second wide receiver looks against a good defense in general. And I think they're going to double Tyreek a little bit more. So yeah. I think Waddle might have a big game on Sunday. I like how I like how all three of the picks that we just did, obviously the chalk picks are Montgomery, Christian McCaffrey, and Raheem Moster, and we went against it. So So now we've got to look at the Commanders Cowboys game. So we can all just deliberate between what our like Everybody give your best from that game, and then we'll pick between those three. So it's I, a- like, I like Jake Ferguson. I like Scary Terry. Jake Ferguson was my other one, but I like Terry McLaurin, too. Man. I think both are good odds. I think both are probably high, uh, plus 150 or better. Actually, I can probably look. It's Tuesday. I don't. Oh, this this is such a weird game because the Cowboys have so many people that could score, and the Commanders like they're gonna have the Commanders are gonna have to throw. The problem is, it feels like they're gonna score one touchdown. So if you get it wrong, but this is you thinking in a blowout, though. Yeah, I. I mean, they just got blown out against the Giants. True. Top odds getters on this game is Tony Pollard is one minus one sixty, CD Lamb is minus one fifty, Ferguson is plus one fifteen, 
And wow, Terry McLaurin is way down on the list, plus yeah. two seventy. So maybe I don't like that as much. Where's the Where's the the backup running back for Dallas? Dowdle. Yeah. Let me pull it back up. He's at. Plus 215. And the other one, what's his name? Vaughn, plus 330. I kind of like Dak, too. A little rushing. Hmm. This is hard. I don't know. I think we got to go with the Cowboy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's so. Yeah. I would Ferguson say or Cooks. That yeah, Ferguson or Cooks are my two. Cooks is plus one eighty five. Ferguson's plus one fifteen. I'd say Ferguson. I like Ferguson. That, that's fine. Okay. So okay, I have. I'm. I want to proposition Gavin for a second on the Niners game. The last two times the Niners and Seahawks, not including the playoffs, because they played last year in the playoffs, last two times they've played, and he has played. George Kittle in those two games has a total of four touchdowns in the two games that he's played against them. The last two times he's played. Just putting that out there in case we I can be, want. I can be talked out of it easily. I'm just looking. I like Ayuk. I like Ayuk. I like Ayuk to score, so I'm fine with that. But I don't know if you. Because that was my other option aside from I was going to do George Kittle outside of Jameer Gibbs. But I also don't want to change because then if Ayuk scores and we miss the parlay because of Ayuk, then uh, because I because I switched to I Kittle, have a crazy one. I have a crazy one. Okay. I like crazy. Maybe you, it's you might not. It's not a 49er. Kenny Walker out. Geno Smith out. Zach Charbonnet. What's it? I'm not I'm I'm not opposed to it. I I am opposed. You are to it. okay. I'll tell, and here's why. Although Rashad White scored last week, that had to be like the situation had to be perfect for Rashad White, and that offense is going to move more than I think Seattle's offense is going to move. I, I don't know. Are we talking about Drew Locke? Yeah, it's Drew Locke is their backup if Geno's out for sure. Ayuk is plus one fifty. George Kittle is plus one sixty. So it's odds are I mean, basically. Fine. I'm fine with Ayuk. Hey, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Anybody want to get nuts? Uh, no. Yes. Yes. There are things. Elijah Mitchell. That's not what I was thinking. <laughs> Who were you thinking, Gavin? Forty uh, Nineers defense. I can't. But Aaron do can't do defense. I can't do wait, it. Why can't you do? ESPN it, they, bet you can't it do does it. Not, it used to. Until I don't know some when they updated some point last year, but now if you go into a parlay on the ESPN bet app, it's not on there. The defense scoring is not on there. This game gets out of hand. Elijah Mitchell already runs a decent amount in that offense. If this game continues to get out of hand, he's going to have more touches in this game. I bet he's probably plus three hundred, plus four hundred, and I bet you're wrong. He's plus 650. Take it. Take it. All day, take it. I mean, I, I'm 
I'll, That's I'm fine so with juicy. it. It's just, yeah, no, I'm I'm good with it if we want to do oh, that. All right, hold on. Let's go back to, even though this looks like it's going to be a blowout, let's go back to the fact that Pete Carroll is supposed to own Kyle Shanahan. He might keep it close. McCaffrey might play the whole game. Does uh, does Liza Mitchell have any touchdowns this season? I doubt it. I was gonna say I don't think they. It's all McCaffrey in the goal line, right? Let me look at. Let me. I'm gonna look at his touches. Even he ran a decent amount yesterday or Sunday. Scary. All I heard when you said how many touchdowns does he have is he's due. That's all I heard. He's got nine. We last week he four carries for 24 yards. The week before that, eight carries for 23 yards. Before that, three carries for two yards. One carry for negative one yards, two carries for negative three yards. Hey, none, none. His only game where he had significant timeshare was against the Giants in week three, and he had 11 carries for 42 yards. The eight carries, by the way, was against Jacksonville. That game was a blowout. Correct. It's fine. Let's let's take Kittle or Ayuk. It's fine. Okay, Ayuk. There we go. Elijah Mitchell scoring Sunday. That's the thing with the, this. The thing with this one, though, like I won't be surprised. I might make this parlay on my own. Elijah Mitchell, Christian McCaffrey, Brandon Ayuk, George Kittle, all of them yeah, to score. All of them. Like I'm I mean, telling you, hey, uh, all of our listeners, here's Aaron's secondary side note bets. Are you ready for this? <clears throat> Jaden Reed for Green Bay. Dowdle for Dallas. Elijah Mitchell. <clears throat> Ahmed or Ahmed for the Dolphins. Three backup up. running three backup running backs and a guy who might get a little bit uh AJ Dillon might be another sneaky decent play because Jones won't play. So as long as Dillon plays, he'll get a good line share of those carries. Jaden Reed was my guy from Green Bay that I liked earlier that Tyler, whenever Tyler said he didn't really like anybody from it. But officially, the four-leg turkey parlay is Gibbs, Ayuk, Waddle, Ferguson. It's the four-turkey leg parlay. Whatever. What did I say? It's four-leg turkey parlay. (laughs) That's the whole point of having the pun, is making the pun work. I'm... 49ers 31-9 over. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to the Sunday early slate. Saints at Falcons. Falcons are one-and-a-half point favorites, and the over-under is 42-and-a-half. And And it sounds like I think they've already made Desmond Ritter the starter. Desmond Ritter is starting on Sunday. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if it's Jameis. It doesn't matter if it's Carr. I'm taking the Saints uh, plus one and a half, and I'm taking the under. I'm doing the same thing. I yeah. don't even like this game at all. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I had, I was going to say, if Jameis plays, then I like the over, but that was before you just told me that Desmond Ritter was playing. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. Steelers at Bengals. Bengals are one and a half point fit or one and a half point dogs. The over under is 34 and a half. I'm definitely taking the Steelers here with the points, but 
I don't even know. 34 and a half. Uh, I'm, I'm going to oh, back up. Still the Steelers offense. I'll take the under. I don't like it, but I'll take the under. I agree. It's it's, it's going to be a gross game. Just like the Steelers make every game miserable. That's mm-hmm. what this one For is. For the viewers and everyone involved, even on the field. But I, I won't be shocked if it's opposite because the Bengals offense is still, they still have good players. No, they Jake, do. Jake Browning, he didn't look awful in that second half against the Ravens. So, I mean, it's definitely possible that they win this game, but uh, I just think the Steelers defense is very good. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take the Steelers. I think I'm going to take the over and I'm going to, I'm just going to take a flyer on the offense galvanizes a little bit behind the running backs coach that's taking over for Canada. And so they, I think they'll be able to run the football on Cincinnati. So I think they'll put up mid to high twenties in this game, maybe 24 to 28, which means 10 points for the Bengals does it. And I think they can do that with their weapons. So I'll take, I'll, I'll shoot for the over here, even though it's kind of a, I'm not, I'm kind of scared about it, but Steelers and over. No, I'm flipping to the over also because I forgot that the Steelers uh, fired their OC. Jaguars at Texans. Texans are one and a half point dogs. The over under is 47 and a half. <sighs> Vegas just still is not respecting the Texans yet I don't think I mean how they're at home and they're still one and a half point dog I know it's a divisional game against the Jaguars but the Jaguars haven't looked great against anybody respectable uh Texans points and the over I think the Texans went out right yeah I'm I'm on board with everything you just said might I be do... the game of the day yeah could be brought this could Aaron be a lot here. of points could be game fun. of the week potential no Aaron Aaron's nope this is uh I'm against I'm I think you're both wrong I think the Jaguars are going to have some get back in this game for what happened earlier in the year and CJ Stroud looks awesome but I think right now the better the better quarterback plays in Jacksonville and they do have a lot of decent they like this game has so much firepower so yeah I'm gonna take the over but I'm gonna take the Jags to win by a point and a half but I think Houston can easily win. I just think Jacksonville is – they've got more on the line here, I think. Bucks at Colts. Colts are two-and-a-half-point favorites. The over-under is 43-and-a-half. Before we do these lines, I don't know if you guys saw, Colts just released Shaq Leonard, their linebacker. Do you know why? Released him? Yeah. Is that yeah. like news that, as of when today? As of or? a couple Early. hours ago. A couple hours ago. No, it- it was early. It, that happened was it? early. Oh, was it yeah. earlier today? Yeah. Then, yeah, it was earlier today, but he got released. I, I have no clue why. I that came out of nowhere to me. You mean a text by inside source in the Indianapolis Colts locker room? Yes. Or Drew Brock. I didn't know if there was any. So that's <laughs> Drew's the inside source. I didn't know that. Okay. Shout no, out I, Drew. Shout out Drew. Drew's a listener. Yeah, I don't know. It was just weird to me. When was this? You said it was earlier today, then? Oh, yeah, look. Jim Ursay released a statement about it. Of course, Ursay's involved. 
you want me to read it? Go ahead. Colts Nation will always remember the Maniacs' palatable energy on the field with each tackle, interception, punch out, and fumble recovery off the field. He's a servant leader and assistant, assisted numerous families in both his hometown and the Indianapolis community. We're thankful for Shaq and the contributions he made to our organization. We wish him a beautiful, him and his family a beautiful and the best moving forward. That doesn't say why. So, I don't know. Bucks in the over. Did you say the line yet? Yeah. You're going to take, you take Bucks plus two and a half? Yep. Bucks in the over, I think. Uh, Here's the stat for you. Colts have not been good at home. Uh, just one and four this season at home, and in most of those games, it was a close game. But uh, yeah, I'll take the Bucks to cover that. You convinced me. I'm gonna do the same thing. I was gonna take the Colts, but I'll take the Bucks plus two and a half and the over. Not so fast, my friends. The Colts are the better team, so the Colts will win this game. Ground and pound with Jonathan Taylor and Gardner Minshew control this game. It is a high scoring affair with the over. Colts win by four. <laughs> Game of the day, Patriots at Giants. Giants are three and a half point dogs. The over under is 33 and a half. Give this me... might be the worst game of the year. Yeah. Bailey Zappi versus Tommy DeVito, or best, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, I'm going to take the Giants to cover here. I actually think the Giants will win this game. Maybe but... the best name game, best name matchup Bailey Zappi versus Tommy DeVito. Dude, Tommy DeVito has the best touchdown celebration ever. The uh, have you seen that with the yeah, I don't like it, but you don't whatever. like it. I mean, it's okay, I it's it. fine. I love it. I don't like it that, that he won us a game that is meaningless. And uh, give me that's such a low number, give me the under, but I'm gonna take the Giants to win, but I'll or to cover. Sorry. Go ahead, Aaron. uh. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Patriots and the points and the under. Alright. 17-10. Yeah, it's crazy to say lay the number with the Patriots and it's only three and a half. But lay the number and the under here. It, it, the Giants defense has been playing solid. And their offense looked good last week against a bad def- commander's defense. Uh, this is a must-lose slash can't win for the Giants. <laughs> nice. Because okay. between because these we have the same record as them, or I think they're one game, a half a game ahead of us because they had a, they've already had their bye. But if we if we win this game, we have almost no shot at having the number two pick. Panthers at Titans. Titans are four-point favorites, and the over-under is 37. Another bad game. I don't know what... I wouldn't be shocked if any of the four outcomes happen. If the Panthers cover, if the Titans cover, if the over-hits, if the under-hits, wouldn't be shocked about any of them. But I think the Titans are garbage. Oh man, I just, they're at home though. Mike Frabel at home is that still a thing? 
Are we just holding on to the past? I don't know. Give me the Panthers to at least cover, maybe win uh, in the under. 21 to 10, Panthers? Yeah, um, I'm going to take the Titans, minus four, but the under as well, under 37. I'm taking the under for sure. This feels like a Derrick Henry resurgence game. I'll take, oh, man. Tractor Cito season. Yeah, give me Tractor Cito. Give me minus four. Give me under 37, though. In the, ugh, we're barely better than the Patriots-Giants game. Yeah, this could be like a gross, like, 21 to 18 game and the Panthers still cover so Rams at Cardinals Cardinals are one and a half point favorites and the over under is 44 and a half I'm going to take the over here and I'm going to take the Rams to cover I think the Rams are going to win this game yeah I love the over here Uh, I don't love the spread is Cooper Cup was Cooper Cup's injury significant enough to keep him out of it, this game? At least the last update I saw with the the high amount of fantasy team is that it they don't think it's going to keep him out any like time game wise, but I don't know how like much they're going to use him in the game. I guess so. I, I either way, even if Cooper Cup doesn't play, I think the Rams still win. Yeah, I agree. I think I go with the, I got to go with the Rams to at least cover that one and a half. Uh, Aaron Williams come back this week too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Give me the Rams. Give me the over. This, this boys, this is the game of the week. This is the game that gets close to 60. I'll take the over. I'll take the Rams. Book it. Book it. Browns at Broncos. Broncos are two and a half point favorites. And the over under is 35 and a half. You want a stat before you make your pick? Go ahead. Broncos are the second worst team versus the run. They uh, gave up a lot of yards on the ground. Browns are number one versus the pass and 11 versus the run. If that changes your pick, because it did. I had a different pick before I saw that stat. So I do think the Bron- the Broncos are playing well and won't be shocked if they cover that. But I'm going to go Browns and the under. This game is not played on paper, though. So all those stats are nice and cute. Throw them out the window. Here's what happens. Browns are leading by one with a minute and a half left. Russ gets the ball, finds Cortland Sutton. Under, Broncos in the points. I like it. I'll do the same. Definitely the under, and give me the Broncos. Minus two and a half. I think DTR is going to have a rough week again this week, and I don't, like, they put up 13 points against Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be close to the same thing, but I think Denver is going to score closer to 20 because their offense is better than Pittsburgh's right now. All right, Chiefs at Raiders. Raiders are – Nine and a half point dogs, and the over under is 43 and a half. This, this to me is one of the easiest games of the week. The Chiefs are going to beat the Raiders senseless on Sunday. 
after what happened on Monday, Patrick Mahomes is going to throw for three or four touchdowns. This game will not be close at all. Chiefs points over. I uh, For Patrick Mahomes to throw those touchdowns, people have to catch the balls, and they haven't been. So Raiders and the points, and give me the over. Yeah, this could definitely be the game that Aaron's thinking it is, and this could be their get-back game for them. But they haven't they they haven't showed us that they can put together their receivers. Patrick Mahomes is doing everything that he can do to help this team. Their receivers, and even Kelsey now, he's distracted off with some woman. Uh, I'm going to go with the Raiders to cover. I still think the Chiefs probably win, but I uh, nine and a half is just not. I just don't think it's possible right now with how the their receivers are playing. So, and I probably I think the under probably goes here too. So, give me the Raiders and the under actually. Kansas City still wins though. Bills at Eagles. Eagles are 3 point favorites. The over under is 48 and a half. I will not that it makes a difference. It is the second Kelly Green game. So, keep that in mind in your picks. So, I'll take the Eagles minus 3 and give me the under. 48 and a half. Uh, while a lot of the numbers are not looking good for the secondary, the Eagles in two games against two of the highest, I guess, two of the best offenses in the league, Chiefs and um, Dolphins, they've allowed a total of 34 points, I think, between the two. So I'm going to take the under here and the Eagles to cover. Yeah, I think this is a gross, probably a, probably a, another sloppy game, kind of like the same that we just saw with Kansas City. Uh, so I'm definitely taking the under. I don't really feel confident in either team to say that this team will definitely do this or this. But a gross game, I think I think the Eagles probably win by three. Uh, but I don't know. I'm going to take the Bills to cover. I think it's a close, gritty, gross game. And I think the Eagles pull it out by a few points. But I'm going to take the Bills to cover. Over the Bills and the points. And I'm going to put money line on the Bills. And I want to make this clear. The Eagles are a better team. The Eagles are going to go farther. The Eagles should probably be in the Super Bowl. They're going to drop games. And I think the Bills just need this game more. And after coming off of Monday, this feels like a spot where Josh Allen has a big game, dual threat. Yeah, I like the Bills to win this game. Just kind of the Eagles have to drop two or three this year, right? We're going to do it, this one right here. So, um, Bills and the points and the over. 28-24, Bills with a late touchdown. Tyler, how do you have you seen or either one of you have you seen the the comparisons that people are trying to compare this Eagles? What are they now? Nine and one. They're trying to compare that to the Steelers from a couple years ago when they were eleven and zero, trying to say that the Eagles are like frauds, like they were. No. I just don't. I mean, I think they definitely have weaknesses that maybe they didn't have last year. The Eagles, but they're yeah. not. They're not like that Steelers team. So stupid. Really no. frauds. Those people no. don't watch football. Yeah, those are Cowboys fans. <laughs> That's exactly who that is. 
Sunday Night Football, Ravens at Chargers. Chargers are a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Or, sorry, three-and-a-half-point dogs. The over-under is 46-and-a-half. This is the route of the week, I think. The Chargers' defense is so terrible. I usually would say home dog, but the Chargers have no home favoritism. It doesn't matter. There'll be more Ravens fans there, probably. Ravens in a route in the over, 49 to 21, something like that. Lamar Jackson doesn't play in the fourth quarter. I'm going to take the Ravens as well to cover this and the over. I don't know if it'll be just like that, but I do think the Ravens win pretty easily. I do agree with that. This needs to be Brandon Staley's swan song. Just get him out. They probably won't fire him right now, but this is going to get bad because that much talent on the team, not doing anything. Bosa's out for a while. Yeah. It's going to be rough. Over. Chargers in the points. And I think the Chargers win this game. Oh, wow. Here's why. Here's why. Justin Herbert's playing out of his mind. And Baltimore just took a couple pretty big hits. One, Mark Andrews, that's going to kill their passing production because none of their receivers are great. And Odell is hurt, so that leaves Zay Flowers and Bateman. And then the running game. The one good thing that the Chargers do is they're decent against the run in certain spots. So I think they're susceptible. Like, if this turns into a shootout, I just, I kind of like, I definitely like the Chargers to cover. And I think it's over. So I I do think it's kind of Brandon Staley's, I, I think it's his last stand. And I think I might sprinkle money line here too. I know, I know, but Beckham's injury doesn't seem like it's going to keep him out. Darn Harbaugh said, "Quote doesn't look too bad." He's questionable. Lamar didn't. Lamar didn't walk out of that game unscathed either. Like there was a minute I thought there was a minute in that game where I thought we we lost Burrow, Andrews, and Lamar. Lamar came back in, but he clearly wasn't like completely right so yeah i to me the healthiest and best players on the field offensively all play for the chargers on sunday just because lamar i don't think is completely healthy so if they can run all over the chargers i think that's a different thing but i don't know that they can so also i just love that we've seen a couple of vintage odo beckham uh, plays these past few weeks. I just love it. Yeah. They got love for the boy. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. my dude. Dave Gettleman absolutely railed him. Bears oh. at Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> Bears at Vikings Monday night. Vikings are three and a half point favorites, and the over under is 43 and a half. I'm going to take. I'm going to take the Bears to cover here. And I. I like the over 43 and a half. I think it's going to be a fun game. I think this don't is the game of the week. 
Don't do it. <laughs> I think this is the game of the week. I think this is a – No, Kyler, I already said it was the Cardinals game. Justin Fields, over 200 yards passing, another 100 on the ground. I don't think the Bears win, but I think they make it fun. And, yeah, there's my reasoning. Uh, I agree with the picks, uh, but I do like the Bears to win. Uh, so really? I'll take the okay. I'll, I'll take the points for the picks, uh, and the over yeah, and I I'm a sprinkle money line on this one. Uh, they, on Justin Fields that. Justin Fields looked good. I mean I watched him in person. Uh, Vikings maybe hit a wall. Yeah, they did. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Josh Dobbs experiments has been fun, but it's over because at the end of the day he's still not good. He won one game in Arizona. He won one game in Minnesota. Um, the it's over. Justin Fields is going to win this game outright. So the Bears, the points, and the over, easy. Um, he won two games in Minnesota. I just wanted to put that out there. What? Bucks and Saints. Didn't he just come in last week? No, he came in in the Bucks game in like the first quarter. Someone their quarterback got hurt. Yeah. Oh, okay. So he's got three wins on the year. <laughs> and people are talking about like he's uh, no Josh Dobbs is yeah, and he's about to get sent to space by the end of this year when he loses the rest of these games for Minnesota and they fall out of the playoffs. Oh, Bears win. I'm telling you right now, uh, there is a sneaky three team parlay at the end of this that I want. I'm going to put on for the money line: Bills, Chargers, Bears, all to win outright. I'm playing that parlay on Sunday into Monday. It'll be it'll it'll be it'll have lost before Monday. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I'm not a conformist. I'm the best better on this pod. That's not true. It it's is definitely true. not me. I'm. I I won four hundred dollars over the summer uh, live betting baseball games, and I hit the end of that uh, this past weekend. Tyler has the biggest win. I have the most consistent win. I am the most consistent winner. I'm the most consistent That's fine. loser. Aaron likes his little $80 wins here and there. He's good at those. I won 140 on Sunday. I'm, I know. I'm glad. Okay. And the only reason why you won three grand was because of a free bet. It wasn't yeah, like no, I didn't. Beyond. So, I mean. But I still had to make the bet, picks. That normal bet would have been 300 Possibly. No, that's what it would have been. Fifty to five. Hey, like you might, hey, hey, bud, why don't you stop? No, 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 no. I'm not. Stop pooing on it because you benefited from it. I'm not. I'm just saying this is. We're talking about you versus me right now. And And if we're checking numbers, and if we go down to it at the end of the season and say who won the most in that season, are we talking money or percentages? I'm talking money. I don't give it. I don't uh, care. Well, you miss right, 100% of right. the shots well, you don't take. Going, now I'm just going bananas. I'm okay. going for $10,000. <laughs> oh, good. Do it. Let's do it. Done. Bears, Ravens. No, Bears, Chargers, Bills. Book it, Drew. How much are you putting on that? $100. No, you're not. You're full of it. No, you're not. We'll see. Okay. That's the picks for the week. Aaron, do you have trivia? I do. Since, let me see here. I've got it pulled up right here. Since 2000, 
12 different receivers have recorded a season of over 1,600 yards. A couple people did it more than once, but we're just focusing on the 12 different. Who are they? Gavin, we'll start with you. Calvin Johnson. Calvin Johnson, obviously number one on the list. Just shy of two grand. Randy Moss. Randy Moss is on the list. A little bit more towards the bottom of that list than you'd think, but yeah. Julio Jones. Julio Jones was on there a couple times. Yep. Um, you said 1,600? Yeah. Cooper Cup. Yep. Tyreek. Yes. Uh, let's go. Justin Jefferson? Yes. Oh, this is a risky one, I think. I know he's definitely hit 1,400 a couple times. I'm going to rip it, though. Stephon Diggs. No. <sighs> First strike. That. You said since 2000, right? Correct. Oh, uh, Larry Fitzgerald? No. Really? Nope. 1-1. You guys have half the list, by the way. There's still six guys. Um... Keenan Allen? Nope. He's in that same boat with the two last guys we just said. That's probably just under. Michael Thomas. Yes. That was I was I knew that one the whole time. I was saving it because I knew I was gonna get down. Gavin, if you miss this, the game's over. Yeah, I was holding Michael Thomas for this moment. Hmm. This is risky, but I think he did have this many yards. Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon's on the list. Dude. That was a nice pull. Tory Holt? Tory Holt was in 2000. That was my next one. Uh, Des Bryant? No. No. Game over. Tyler wins. That okay, one season so- he had 18 touchdowns. I thought he might have a lot of yards with that. There are three guys left on here, and I'm going to give you a hint. One of them, y'all should just be embarrassed that you didn't name because it's insane. But we'll we'll get to it in just a second. But over the last, since 2000, think of the number one receivers on just the best offenses. Like, you think about the show, greatest show on turf. So, Torrey Holt and Isaac Bruce had done it a couple years before, but it was before 2000. Um, think of literally just the highest powered offenses of a season. And if you think of their number one receivers, you should get it. Early 2000s, early 20, early to mid 2010s, post 2015. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas is on there for the Broncos. Only dead guy to make the list. Hey. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, are they all like the ones that are left? Are they early? They're nothing's more recent. No, uh, De- Demonte Adams is the one that is egregiously missed. No, nope. That's the one no. I was thinking. No, was no, there, no. Hold on. Was there Jordy Nelson? Wasn't on there? Was he? Nope. 
Is there a Packer on this list? No. Oh, really? One is one's got to be pre twenty ten, and one's post. So each decade should have one left. Oh, we only have two guys left. Yeah. What's the after the greatest show on turf? What was probably the best offense in football for eight years, points wise? That Broncos offense. No. Demarius Thomas. Before then. The was the Patriots. Regular season offense. The Patriots? No. No. They consistently were. over time. Oh, over, consistently. Over, over like four, five, six years. Who was out there throwing 35 plus touchdowns every year? Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown is the post 2010s guy. Antonio Brown was the best receiver in football for five yeah. years straight. Yeah, I, I've, I mean, you just forget because he's a maniac now. That's the guy that's kind of egregious. Like, yeah. no. Okay, give us a give us a five year span. I don't. You're you. Yeah, give us the five. Your... Yeah. Okay. Um, I would. Two thousand to two thousand five. Oh no, Terrell Owens. No, Aaron. You also. This is like this is like. Out of my watching time, I was six. It doesn't years old. matter. It doesn't matter. I can say that confidently. It just does not 2000 matter. Two thousand to two thousand five. Yes. Who like? It's not even about the receiver as it is the offense. Oh no, Marvin Harrison. There you go. Oh duh, the Colts. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was bad. That was really bad. Yeah. Just then you're going. <laughs> little guy named Peyton Manning. Little, little guy named Peyton Manning who helped Demarius Thomas do it later. Yeah. Yeah. Drew's okay. screaming at us. Drew's screaming at us that whole time for not saying him. Yeah. So. I thought for sure Tory Holt wasn't going to get any love there. But yeah. Nice. Um. Locks of the week. What we got? Last week, um, we were two and one as a podcast. Tyler had Dallas minus ten and a half scumbag pick. Uh, Aaron had Arizona Houston over forty eight and a half. That one missed, and I had Pittsburgh Cleveland under thirty eight and a half. Tyler, what do you got for your lock? Bears at Vikings over forty three and a half. Aaron. I hmm. let's ride Broncos minus two and a half. And I will go with um Rams Cardinals over forty four and a half. Eliminators. Um, everybody won on their eliminator last week. Tyler had Philly. Gavin had Dallas. I had Jacksonville. We're getting to the nitty gritty here, boys. Who you want on your eliminator this week? Who do I have open left? Give me a quick. Or who Tyler, are you taking? Tyler, you have taken the entire NFC East. Nice. 
You've taken Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo, Pittsburgh twice. I don't know how I allowed that. Uh, Baltimore Ravens and the Colts. Give me the Lions. I had to stretch because a lot of my picks that I had like planned out for the year, some of the teams are just terrible now. I wanted to use this team later, but I had to pull them up. And I, I'm honestly not even like super confident because they just haven't been playing good. Well, their receivers haven't been playing good. But give me the Chiefs. Okay. And I, I was going to take the Lions, but Tyler took the Lions, so I'll wait. I'm going to take... Yep. Indy. I'm going to take the Colts. One and four at home. Two and four after this week, buddy. Fantasy? How do we do? Yeah. All right. What is One of you had a rough week. Probably me. No, actually, Tyler's wasn't terrible. Aaron. Did not have a guy score double digits. <laughs> who were my guys? Austin Eckler had seven. Cooper Cup, who got hurt, had 2.1. And then uh, Trey McBride had 9.3. Yeah, so Aaron yes. ended the week. Aaron had an 18.4 week. Uh, Tyler was second with 36.3. He had Lamb, 16.5. Mostert had 10.3. TJ Hawkinson had 9.5. And then I had 52.7 this week. Thanks to my, my, mainly Tyree Kale. Uh, he had 30. Montgomery had 17. And Mark Andrews, who got hurt, had 4.3. For the year, I have 604. Aaron has 531. And Tyler chipping away at second place, 486. Coming, boys. Coming. Um, with my first pick i'm gonna go uh yeah i think they're the weakest this week uh travis kelsey i think tight ends are kind of weak this week so me, aaron or aaron oh no no it's my fault you because you won last week <laughs> give me jameer gibbs eagles not good against the tight end tyler good told pick. me that good pick don kincaid And then on the reach around, Tony Pollard. Yay. If they're going to be in a blowout like you think they are. Yeah, I think he's going to have 100 yards plus touchdown. Okay. Give me. Aaron took my tight end pick. So, what the heck? Logan Thomas. Right. And with I, I think I'm going to leave Christian McCaffrey off the board, which just because I think that's going to be kind of a route or close to a blowout. And he might not play as much like Aaron talked about earlier as a Mitchell potential. I'll go with Saquon Barkley, actually. Uh, even though that game is going to suck, Patriots and Giants, uh, he's going to have a ton of volume. So I think he gets good points. So I'll go Barkley there. And then for my receiver, 
um, Amon Ross St. Brown. Mike Evans. Or is it Aaron? That was no, you. It's, it's you. Okay, Mike Evans. Puga Nakua. All right. Aaron has Dalton Kincaid, Tony Pollard, and Puka Nakua. Tyler has Jameer Gibbs, Logan Thomas, and Mike Evans. And I have Travis Kelsey, Saquon Barkley, and Amon Ross St. Brown. It's time. I think we're going to win this week, boys. I do, too. I, I think we're winning everything. The, we're the, turkey, the turkey Day one. What is it called, Aaron? Because I, I, I can't. I, can't <clears throat> I haven't said it right once. Six turkey leg parlay, four. Tur- I don't know, whatever. I can't remember anymore. It's too late. <laughs> <laughs> My brain's not working. All right, I'm finally getting the pick first in the parlay because I hit both of mine, which is nice. So, I think I'm gonna ride the hot hand. Kyler Murray. Tell you go first. Okay. Three of the last five games. The Eagles have a lot of tight end to score. Give me Dalton Kincaid. I feel this might be a veto, uh, and I'm totally fine if you guys veto it. I actually kind of want you to just so so I can forget about it, but I just mentioned it in fantasy. He's going to get volume, Saquon Barkley. I like I'm it. I'm fine with it. You like it? Okay, mm-hmm. I'll go. we'll go with it, Barkley. He's probably honestly some good odds just because that – Game is not expected to have points. Hmm. Michael Pittman. Who are they playing? Oh, yeah. Bucks. Yeah, I'm good with that. What do you guys think about Jalen Warren? Versus the Bengals. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Okay, you guys want some... Risky? Yes. I mean, maybe not even risky, but maybe a little. Yep. First off, no. I want what? you to go more risky than what you're thinking about. Because what you're like, when you say risky, you're talking about like plus 150. I want you to get to plus 400. Ooh. Yeah. So, well, I'm not that. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. that guy, pal. Um. Wait, is this the. No, it's not. <sighs> I've got two names here that I I like. Vito. Harder. Don't Tommy like him. Zay Flowers. Or do you want to hear the other one? I, that doesn't I think feel that, risky. That doesn't feel as risky as I thought see, it was going to be. I, don't, I, don't, I, don't. I what think is the other things, one? I don't want to say it now because I no, Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> So he was just like Keenan Allen. Rasheed Rice was the other one. I like that one. I'm fine with either one of those. Or do you want There's me to not- go? Act- do you want me to actually go risky and go crazy with it? Elijah Mitchell. Wuss. Oh wait, no, we can't do those games anyways. Yeah, we can't do that. Do you want me to go? You want me to? I had one that I had written down that was like. Oh, I got one that I was thinking about that I love. Chandler for the Vikings, the backup running back. No. 
He looks way better than Madison. No run a little bit, but whatever. You want, do you want you want my other one? Yes. David and Joku. Browns. No. No. Is that too no. crazy for you? No. Dude, what? they scored 10 points last week. He gets so many targets, though. No. I like it. Like, you got no. He had 15 targets last week. How many catch? Seven. Seven targets. I mean, seven catches. Yeah. And who they play? Broncos. Steelers. Oh, who did they play? Steelers. No, yeah. they play the Broncos. I'll do whatever. Rasheed Rice. Rasheed Rice is my pick. Yeah, I like Rasheed Rice. They're going to score points. The Browns might not score any points. Might as well pick Hunter Henry. I also like how we just ripped through those and didn't give any explanations. So what's I gave one for Dalton Kincaid. <laughs> I said Kyler Murray's the high hand. I also did. I said Barkley's going to get volume. So we did some. We did half explanation. Give an explanation for Pittman. Huh? Pittman, what's your explanation for Pittman? Carter Benchy throws at him like crazy. Bucks okay. defense is terrible against the pass. Jalen Warren. New offensive coordinator. A little juice in the offense. I think he's going to be featured. So, Rasheed Rice. He got dreads. <laughs> hey, are, are we dumb? Are we dumb from not picking from the Jaguars-Texans game, which got the highest line on Sunday? I, I, I don't like picking any. I had Texans receiver written down, but you don't know who's going to go off. Tank Dell, Noah Brown, oh, Nico Collins. You can't pick it. That's anymore. why. That's why the answer is Dalton Schultz, right there. Dalton. You talk about David and Joku. Dalton Schultz is in a high-powered offense and actually gets the ball consistently. I like. It. We just went all Texans guys. You didn't think of any Christian Kirk, Calvin Ridley, Travis Etienne, Evan Ingram. Yeah, it actually is kind of egregious we didn't take any of those guys. Are you swapping out any of yours for Dalton Schultz, Aaron? No, because the odds, I think, are fine. They're the same. I think they're about the same anyways. Okay. So, Dalton Schultz will score on Sunday. You heard it here first. I heard it. So, is that a wrap for week 12? Oh, uh, I wanted to. We had a debate going on on the Twitter last week about bologna sandwiches. I'd like to walk it back a little bit because I went out and bought bologna for that video, <laughs> and it is, it's not bad. It's not like gross, but I I made another one earlier this week, and I was like, this is shit. <laughs> so. I hadn't had one in so long. I'd I'd just like to I'd like to call myself out on that one. <laughs> All right, it's real important. quick, round the room. Top two sides for Thanksgiving. Like you go to your Thanksgiving dinner, the spread is out. What are the first two sides you're going after? Wow. <laughs> Green bean casserole. Oh, I knew one of you was going to say that. So good. Tyler's ba- Tyler's basic, of course. Tyler's going to say that. What? Uh, dressing. Dressing is one for me, and it's dressing, not stuffing. Unless you actually stuff it in the turkey, it's called dressing. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Okay. Uh, dressing and I got a hot take on dressing too. By the way, I like it, 
Uh, I'd rather just have stovetop. I hate homemade dressing. My my grandma makes dressing. I, it's it's different than I've seen most dressing. She puts her dressing in muffin tins and bakes it, so they're like little muffins. It's so mm. good. Uh, is rolls? Is that count as a side? Are you counting that as a side? No, no. What are you for? You're not eating rolls. What? You're not Aaron? eating rolls at no, Thanksgiving. No, no. Everybody's eating rolls. That's that's not a side though. It's like an, what is it? Everybody's eating mashed potatoes and extra. gravy too. So uh, the mashed potatoes and gravy is my answer. Everybody eats that. Okay. The answer. What? Well, one of them's deviled eggs. No, no. no, stop it! You, oh my god, the worst out of thing in That's the ridiculous. existence That's of one of the worst takes you've hey, had. Hey, I need another Twitter poll. No way, Clark. No, hold deviled on. Eggs are so good. Being no. a top two Thanksgiving Day option, side like sides. No, there's yeah. one place they go in the garbage can as you're walking no, out your house. Up, and here's why. Here's why. You can have green bean casserole anytime. Deviled eggs are a specific. Thanksgiving side. Not true. Not, yes, not it is. Nobody's not eating. Not true. You eating what? Fourth of July deviled eggs? I'm yeah, not eating like, deviled eggs I'm not on eating any it ever day of my there. life. That's because you're not a man yet. Wuss. Boiled eggs are ass. Every version of a boiled egg is so garbage. Straight up. What's ass. your other one other than deviled eggs? I got to hear this. <clears throat> Actually, I was going to say dressing. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah uh, that was my second. Mac and cheese. Not a Thanksgiving side, correct? It's no. it's fine. Really. It's just it's mac and cheese in general has become a little overhyped. It's a little. I kind of agree, but it's a little I'm just. Much. I don't. We don't have mac and cheese at our Thanksgiving ever. We don't usually at ours either. Number one dessert Thanksgiving: pecan pie. <laughs> Always, it's my favorite kind of pie ever. I I, I don't even care. It's my favorite okay. kind of pie. Benjamin Button. What are you, 94? It's so good. You're telling me you don't You're... like pecan pie? No. Uh, it's so sweet. It's so much so, sugar. So good. It's a pie with nuts. No no dessert is better with nuts in it. None. None. All those psychos put nuts in brownies and nuts. No, and I agree cookies. with the brownies, but. Should... No. no. Pecan pie. No. Pecan pie. Top no. option for me. Aaron. Okay, I'm going to give the basic answer here. At Thanksgiving, it, on Thanksgiving, yes. Any other time? No. Thanksgiving, yes. I, I'm i not a huge dessert guy. Uh, pumpkin pie is definitely not my... I, I don't eat pumpkin pie. If I got to pick something... I agree with that, though. I, I could care less. Like We just had this huge church carry-in on Sunday. I didn't even go to the dessert table. Yeah, I just I'd more... Like, Whenever they bust out the dessert, I'd be like, can we warm up? Can we warm the savory food back up? I'll just have more of that. That's what yeah. I'm going to. Uh, yeah. I actually only had it for the first time last year. I'll make this be my pick. You can maybe this is maybe a dessert. It's sweet. Uh, sweet potato casserole. I, I don't usually I've never had it until last year. Dude. And it's solid. Aaron, you rolling your eyes at some of these picks when you pick deviled eggs is just <laughs> at like unbelievable. Like, un- Listen, like you're you're i'm i'm the only one on this podcast who really doesn't have raccoon taste no actually scratch my take i actually have only had it once and it was okay give me this apple pie that's, that's apple my pick dutch apple pie is yeah. the right way to go it's so good it's always good um 
you guys are wrong about the devil, the deviled eggs. I was right last week about the bologna. The, the Twitter poll will show this week. Deviled eggs are great. I, I'm, I'm, I know, I know it that. will. The poll because people just are dumb, but deviled eggs are so nasty. I mean, nasty. Like I can't, I can't eat them. Like I'll put it in my mouth, spit it out. I don't even know. That's that's what she said. Sure. <sighs> Turkey or ham? Oh, it's ham. Ham that, all yeah. day, every day. I agree. Ham. I agree. Ham is better, but I smoke. I smoke the turkey, and it is. That might be different. I don't. We don't usually have smoked turkey. That might be different. Yeah. Smoked turkey's better. Deep fried turkeys are good too. Um, The best turkey you can have is not as good as the worst ham. Correct. That's a good. That's a correct take. Mm. Yep. Yeah. You guys do uh, chicken and dumplings at your Thanksgiving? We do. I don't know if you. I just. Mm -hmm. That's the best. too That's many the people best mine can't do blue, so we oh, have yeah. a bunch of weird stuff. It bums me out. They they stopped doing turkey a couple years ago at mine and do fried chicken instead. So I'm fine. With, I would be fine with that. Yeah. Where's the fried chicken coming from? Usually, I think Meyer or Martin's. I'm Penguin not. Still, uh, I'm not has catering. Huh? Penguin Point still has catering. Just so yeah, they really that's cool yeah but all right boys all right that's a wrap Fine.